accountability is God's job. But it's not solely God's job. No, it's our job too. We will be the plan. We are never going to give up. When the truth is known to the entire world, we are going to have extreme accountability. So last week was Thanksgiving. We hope that you had a good one. More than 30 million Americans traveled to see loved ones and family and friends. Thankfully, there were zero terror attacks or terror attacks. All of our ground and air transportation infrastructure seemed to fare pretty well with all of that traffic. But our travel infrastructure won't continue to hold up if this Biden administration has anything to do with it. And believe me, they are trying to destroy it. This nation is being pushed. Everybody knows it's being pushed and bent to the point of breaking. And when it does, we have been warning it's going to get really ugly. As we discussed at the top of the show with Anna Perez, our southern border, just take a look at it. It's playing host to a planned, orchestrated, purposeful, military-style invasion by degenerate, violent, drug-trafficking, child-raping, third-world parasites. And just in time for the holidays, we learned the United States currently has exactly zero air marshals monitoring domestic flights within the United States. Yeah, you heard that correctly. Zero. Secretary Mayorkas has relieved U.S. air marshals from their regular duty of, you know, protecting flights and instead has shifted their focus away from helping track illegals invading our nation toward this entirely fake tracking of patriotic Americans who attended the January 6th protest. In fact, this isn't a new policy for Mayorkas. This has been his and Joe Biden's policy for the last two years. This policy obviously has the potential to be fatal for so many, many American citizens. In just the last fiscal year, 169 terror suspects were interdicted at the southern border with Mexico. That is more terror suspects than were intercepted over the past six years combined. Now, we obviously have our opinions on Mayorkas here at the Stu Peters Show. Who has heard of Alejandro Mayorkas? He carried that title of Secretary of Homeland Security. In reality, he's another traitor, executing the Biden administration's plan for open borders. This is an organized, physical, military-style invasion of our country. He's allowing fentanyl, promoting fentanyl dealers to flood our streets, killing our kids. Chinese spies, Israeli spies, spies from everywhere, rapists and murderers and killers, and goons and thugs from all over the country flooding into our country with total impunity. He's sabotaging any efforts to restrain them or deport the ones that are already here. By the way, who's in favor of rounding up all of these illegal aliens and beginning mass deportations right now? So we can collect the millions of dollars that allegedly belong to Alejandro Mayorkas. All of his ill-gotten gains, we can donate them to, I don't know, anti-prostitution charity. Because he's not going to need that money in hell. A person who helps a foreign army invade his country is called a traitor. What other word can we use for Mayorkas? Who's allowing soldiers of a foreign power to invade this country. There is no other word. No other word works. He's given aid and comfort to this nation's enemies by undermining our border and our laws. He has effectively helped and levied war against us. 
Our government has openly declared war against its people. That is treason. Alejandro Mayorkas is a treasonous traitor, and in the world that we are going to build, traitors will hang. Now, of course, any executions have to be carried out within the boundaries of the criminal judicial process and only after a swift and thorough trial and conviction. Sonia Labasco is blowing the whistle on the homicidal Biden administration's misuse of air marshals. Sonia recently appeared on Fox News to spotlight the lawless Biden administration. We're not flying right now. The only missions that we're doing are Quiet Skies missions, and those are missions that are following the January 2021 people. So we're either on the border uh, for illegal immigrants or we're following folks from January 2021. We're not doing our regular missions where we're out there looking for the bad guys. So right now on uh, most flights, you're not going to have air marshals. What do you mean by that you're following January 2021 people? What does that mean? That means our primary mission is a little group called Quiet Skies. It's a mission called Quiet Skies that we're following people that flew into the National Capital Region in January 2021. You did not have to go to the Capitol or the rally, and you've been put on a specific list that TSA now has assigned air marshals to follow these people who have not had uh, any type of criminal investigation. They haven't committed a crime, but yet three years later, we're following the same individuals day in and day out. So you're saying that air marshals are now following people that were at the Capitol uh, on January 6th, and they're not tracking terrorists at all? Well, they didn't even have to be at the Capitol, Carly. They could have just flown into the National Capital Region. So if anybody was there for uh, a job interview, to visit family, we even had a gentleman that was there for a funeral. They put put on this domestic terrorist list just because of their geographic location to Washington, D.C. So these people did not even commit a crime. They weren't even at the Capitol. What? Do those people know that they're on this list? Some of them do, because when they go to the airport, they get the quadruses on their boarding pass, and then they have to go through enhanced security. Then they're followed by teams of air marshals on, on any leg of flight that they have. So, yes, a lot of them do know that they're being followed, yet they haven't been vetted, and they have not committed a crime. And three years later, we're still doing the same duty, and we followed the same people over and over for three years who are no threat to this country. Sonia has taken this information to D.C. She's shared it with many members of Congress. She has relayed all of them the information concerning this inadequate security measure, both at the border and in commercial aviation, but her campaign has not yielded any solutions from Congress. Sonia is with the Air Marshal National Council. She's a retired supervisory federal air marshal who worked to support law enforcement in her advocacy for the rule of law, and she joins us now. How can this be looked at as anything other than openly declaring war on the American people, Sonia. Well, Stu, thank you so much for having me to talk about this important issue. And it is it is targeting of American citizens that haven't been vetted. There's not been proper, you know, protocols put in place to stop this from happening. So I thank you for, for having our opportunity to come on today to talk to you about this very important issue. Yeah, so I'm to be told that on Thanksgiving weekend, which we're told by the Fox News Channel and several other uh, mainstream and cable broadcast media outlets was the largest travel weekend ever recorded in history, and there were zero air marshals on board. But I thought we were supposed to be looking for Islamic extremist terrorists and keeping them from, you know, flying planes in the buildings. Well, Stu, that's the job that we're supposed to be doing. And it's really amazing, like after the Fox News story brief happened, TSA and DHS had an all hands on deck meeting after that around one o'clock in the afternoon to try to manage the media 
And they brought some supervisors that were teleworking and others that had been sitting at home since COVID back to try to jump on a few flights so they could try to say, oh, no, no, we had a few air marshals flying that day. So this is still continuing today. It's a big push for the American people to think they're safe. And it's due. We're here to tell you they're really not. And, and who is the target? Who's the real target? What are the air marshals actually doing? Uh, the real target, well, we're down on the border, which you talked about earlier, but we're also following the folks that were in the National Capital Region to include Jay Sickers, Sixers on January 2021. So we have two missions, one's on the border and the other's in this program called Quiet Skies, which is an absolutely an abomination, a nefarious program, and it's violating the rights of American travelers, and it needs to stop. Yeah, uh, the Fox News host there seemed to be like flabbergasted and super shocked that you were bringing this news. But I mean, hasn't it been really obvious that the entire Department of Justice has been weaponized against the American people? It, it has been. And I mean, we've been reporting on this story. Uh, we've been trying to stop this now for going on three years. So it may seem like it's new news, but it's kind of old news for the air marshals because we just want some accountability, some oversight. And we want the American people to know that they're funding these nefarious programs that are violating the rights of our citizens and they're violating our constitutional liberties and freedoms that we're we are born into this country to have. Who gave the air marshals the directive to follow these January 6 people around the country and keep tabs on them? Well, that comes from the TSA administrator, TSA administrator David Pekoski. He is the administrator for TSA. So everything goes with, with through Administrator David Pekoski, but it also goes through their general counsel, uh, Francine Kerner. And I've spoken about this woman many, many times. She is a leftover from the Whitewater error. She actually leaked information specific to the Whitewater investigation outside of investigators. And there were Senate hearings back on this back in the 80s. So these, this is the person who is a Clinton supporter or a Clinton sympathizer that's in charge of the TSA that's trying to help you know, direct these actions behind the scenes against this political agenda that we're we're hosting now in TSA. So as a s former supervisory federal air marshal, I mean, you have all kinds of experience in this and your professional opinion and your expert opinion, are these people that, you know, air marshals are following around, are they a threat to national security? They are not. And, and really, Stu, if we think about it with common sense, if someone's a threat to national security, why in the heck would we ever let them even come into the airport arena? Why would we let them get on a, a plane? Why would we give them a boarding pass? Why are we trying to thwart something that we know we could thwart on the ground but not allowing those people on the aircraft? So it's absolutely nonsense, and it's violating Americans' First Amendment rights or Fifth Amendment right, and TSA needs to be held accountable. So the air marshals that are being given this directive, and then, of course, they're following apparently unconstitutional illegal orders from TSA. What is the morale? What is the what is the general consensus of the working air marshals regarding this this edict? Well, you know, it's it's an it's an unfortunate situation because many are at the end of their career. They want to make it to their retirement stage. So they're going to follow some of these orders. They're going to do it. We have others that have refused to follow these orders. They've been disciplined severely. So it's kind of a double-edged sword there. Some are doing it, but they know that it's not right. And they know that we're out here with the Air Marshal National Council trying to give them a voice. And we've gone to Congress and we need this to stop. And we do need some congressional oversight. We need some hearings. And at the end of the day, the, the Air Marshal should be removed from TSA. We need to be with the true law enforcement components that understands people's civil rights and liberties because they're not being respected here in TSA. Yeah, uh, TSA is a fraud. The whole thing should be abolished. Most of its agents should be arrested uh, for, for this unconstitutional abuse of power. 
you know, I mean, th- th- this is this is insane. I mean, taking your shoes off and uh, you know being groped and raped—it's—it's it's all nonsense. Uh, you know, I, I just—it's—it's it's hard for me to hear that that people just want to get through their career and, and and carry this out anyways. You mentioned that TSA needs to be held accountable. What kind of accountability do you think is appropriate, and how do we see that through? Well, I mean, when you look at it, the whole like I'm, I have a lot of law enforcement background, but when you look at a conspiracy, you have to look at several elements that conspired to do something that was illegal. There are many elements here within TSA that have conspired to continue this Quiet Skies program, even after this program has been uh, pinned by the DHSOIG and the Government Accountability Office for years as being a complete failure. We're spending a half a billion dollars in a debacle and a nefarious program. So it's not like it's not known that this program's a failure. So everybody that's had their hands in this, they should definitely be looked at under criminal uh, threat, under criminal investigation, and they absolutely should be barred from federal service ever for the rest of their life. I've got about a minute left here. I'm interested in your insight. Uh, why do you think that our so-called Rep- Republican-controlled Congress has done absolutely nothing with this info? Yeah, we're, we're asking that question. I mean, we have worked with some oversight committees. We've worked with Jim Jordan's committee. We've worked with uh, Congressman Representative uh, Mark Green's committee, House Homeland. And we're waiting for them to, to take, you know, some accountability for this as well. And they have worked with us behind the scenes. I'm not going to tell you they haven't done something to try to help. But as you see, we need a little bit more than, than uh, rallying behind the scenes. We need some actions right now. Americans need to see that our government is working to oversee these type of atrocities and they're going to put an end to it. I'm in favor of extreme accountability. Are you? Um, accountability and consequence. First, the accountability. And then second, we need to have the consequence associated to this absolute mass surveillance of American people that have not been vetted and they've not been charged with a crime. And treason. While they orchestrate a physical invasion of our own country. Failing to do the military's one essential core duty, which is to protect America from a physical invasion and protect her people against any harm that might come as a result of her physical invasion. We appreciate your work. Thank you so much for bringing all of this to light. Sonia Labasco, have you again soon. Thank you, Stu. Thank you so much. We're seeing unprecedented criminal tax hikes, hyperinflation, a full-blown recession, and it's all part of the grand plan. The billions of dollars that Biden keeps sending to that corrupt, fake Ukraine. The trillions in new taxes that he wants to shove down your throat. The electronic banking system crash, resetting everybody to zero. Checking accounts, savings accounts, 401ks, IRAs, all of it. Zero. But you don't have to be a victim. Protect your money and get up to $10,000 in free silver to do it when you call my friends at GoldCo. GoldCo has helped to protect over $2 billion in gold and silver for people like you and me. And now they're offering you up to $10,000 in bonus silver when opening a qualified IRA account just for being a supporter of The Stu Peters Show. So whether you want to protect your 50 grand or a half a million or even more, this is your opportunity to protect yourself from our out-of-control, corrupt corporate crime syndicate. Don't be a victim. Call Gold Co. 855-706-GOLD. Again, 855-706-GOLD. Or go to goldco.com slash stew. If you're over 35 and like the typical American, you start to feel tired around noon. Your ability to focus just keeps getting worse as you get older. For energy, you've probably tried coffee or tea or even worse, one of those sugary, poisonous drinks that promises energy for hours, but they just don't work. Your focus never improves. ESS-60 is a molecule that Big Pharma doesn't want you to know about. That's because Big Pharma's evil and they want to kill you. And also they know how effective this is and they can't make any money off of continuously slowly poisoning you to death. Historically, this is dramatically extending the lives of test subjects, and it's why I'm hooked. 
My Vital C is made with just two ingredients, olive oil and a powerful nano antioxidant, 125 times more powerful than vitamin C. That's ESS60. It's also backed by a full 30-day money-back guarantee. Go to myvitalc.com slash stew. Again, that's myvital, the letter C, dot com slash stew. Also, use the coupon code Peters at checkout for an additional 15% off your initial order. That's myvitalc.com slash stew. I really wish I didn't have to bring you this disgusting news, especially if you're a man over 45. Do you feel the sudden and urgent need to urinate several times during the day or night? Does it take you even 30 seconds before any piss comes out? According to a shocking discovery from scientists at Harvard and Stanford, there's a high chance that you're dealing with something they call a moldy prostate. Yeah, a moldy prostate. This means that your prostate is being coated in a special type of mold, completely different mold than what you see on your food, but extremely threatening nonetheless. Left untreated, it damages your prostate until it becomes nearly impossible to enjoy a steady stream when you go to the bathroom. Moreover, your ability to get an erection is severely affected. Flowforce Max is a completely natural, 100% effective way to destroy that fungus that's colonizing your urinary tract right now. It allows you to enjoy a powerful and steady flow every time you go to the bathroom, and it helps you get a more powerful, stronger, longer-lasting erection. This prostate-shrinking candy has already been tried by more than 35,000 men aged 45 to 75 with amazing results. It's time to put an end to all of your prostate problems. Go to flowforcemax.com stew. Again, that's flowforcemax.com stew. Everybody knows that eating fruits and vegetables is really important. If you don't want to be a fat, obese slob, if you want to have the energy that you need, get the antioxidants and the minerals that you need, yeah, fruits and vegetables. Any good doctor will tell you six cups of each every single day. Who in the hell has time for that? Cut up six heads of broccoli or cauliflower. What do I eat? Brussels sprouts, cucumbers. What are the best for me? How about the sugars and the fruits? Do these have the antioxidants and all the properties that I need, or are they just overloading me with sugar? This is why I use Field of Greens. Go to fieldofgreens.com and use the promo code STU. One scoop, all your fruits and vegetables, six cups, every single day of fruits and vegetables. It's organic stuff. It's real stuff. It's not some fake mRNA crap from China. It's not going to hurt you. Fieldofgreens.com. What I noticed right away, how clear my skin got within a week. Almost immediately felt the energy boost. The energy boost is awesome. You get up in the morning, you take your Field of Greens, you know that all the rest of the day you're taken care of. Go to fieldofgreens.com and use the promo code STU again. Fieldofgreens.com, promo code STU. We'll be right back. And welcome back to the Stu Peter Show. I'm Paul Harrell filling in for Stu. So the godless left will stop at nothing to cover up their crimes against humanity. It's no secret. And it's not just a bioweapon, clot shot, things like that. No. It's no secret to those of us who are actually awake. Pedophilia is rampant in this world, and the powerful elites who will do anything to satisfy their sick cravings and lusts for children will lash out at anyone who dares expose their evil way. That's why we weren't surprised when we saw this story about a pedophile named Slade Somer, who used to be the editor-in-chief of a news website called The Recount. You see, Slade was recently arrested and charged with possession of child pornography. Now, what makes this story even more interesting is that back when the Pizzagate scandal broke, after Hillary and John Podesta's emails revealed code words concealing their sick pedophile ways, Slade uh, Somer was among the, quote, journalists who worked hard to debunk Pizzagate as a mere conspiracy theory, a far-right conspiracy theory. But you see, Pizzagate is back in the news because ex-CEO Elon Musk recently referenced it in a tweet that sent uber-libtard Keith Olbermann into a triggered frenzy. Which now you have to start asking, well, wonder why 
referencing Pizzagate, would trigger Keith Olbermann. Olbermann wrote this, quote, After Musk's endorsement of the QAnon Pizzagate conspiracy theory, I won't be posting here anymore, end quote. So Olbermann was so triggered by Musk's tweet that he decided to leave the platform, which, you know, would say, well, that's good news for any sane person that wants to use the platform. However, that didn't take. Olbermann was back on X a mere four hours later, apparently because Musk deleted the tweet referencing Pizzagate. He had a beef as well with uh, an apparent beef with Congresswoman Lauren Boebert that he wanted to settle. So what a fickle world we live in. But I'll tell you who's not fickle. Caroline Kane. She is a successful businesswoman in the Houston area. She's been that for 25 years now, and she's now running for Congress to serve as the Congresswoman for the 7th Congressional District in Texas, and she joins us now. Caroline King, welcome back to the Stu Peter Show. Thank you so much for having me. All right, so where were you when Keith Olbermann decided to leave Twitter and then come back on four hours later? So I was anxiously awaiting his, uh, his return, <laughs> I think that that one tweet went viral in a matter of minutes. Minutes. I mean, I immediately saved it to my phone because I just thought that that was the most hilarious thing I had ever seen with the F Elon Musk. You know, he, he took the time to change his, his profile background to F Elon Musk. Did you see that? <laughs> I, I, you know, it's a, I'm not surprised by anything at this point, quite frankly. Yeah. So um, what? why do you think... It's not. It's not just Keith Olbermann. You know, it's it's other people. Why do you yeah. think they're so triggered by referencing uh, PizzaGate? So early on, I, I've been awake. I'm probably a newbie since about early 2020 is when I began my little descent down the rabbit hole to see things for what they really are. And PizzaGate was already a thing. It was out there. Um, and so I'm stumbling across these posts. People are referencing PizzaGate. And I'm kind of reaching out, where do I start with this? Because if you just Google it, you're not going to find anything that's worthwhile for you to know, right? There's, there's no, no, nothing that would connect any dots on your general internet ever. Um, but gratefully, Liz Crokin did this entire video on it, right? I think it was an hour-long presentation. And I mean, it explained Pizzagate start to finish, inclu including the lunatic that went there and shot the place up. Um, so it was all about Comet Pizza. It ties back to um, Hillary and Podesta's emails that I think were found on, on Anthony Weiner's laptop. Um, and those are on WikiLeaks. I mean, everybody can go and look at those emails and find them with the references to pizza. Pizza and chickens and uh, cheese pizza and hot dogs. And it referenced Obama's uh, $65,000 hot dog party at the White House. And she put it together su such that it was idiot proof. And that's what I needed, right? I, I didn't understand what had happened and what it truly meant. But what it did was implicate people at the very highest level in pedophilia. And it, it's a it's a horrifying realization. And she, then she ties in, you know, Donald Trump's efforts to try and rein in human trafficking, which is related to it, right? This is, um, it is a related item having all of this this human trafficking child yeah trafficking. it's certainly one of the reasons why you wouldn't want to secure the border you know he did want to secure the border yes. uh, the, you know the the, the uniparty does not I and mean, you got to wonder we know human trafficking is rampant i do want to ask though um you know because you mentioned comet uh pizza or comet ping pong pizza that's what became the story as a matter of fact that's what most people think of if they if you say pizzagate now the mainstream media did such a good job tying that in 
I think the owner ended up going on uh, Megyn Kelly's show back when she was on Fox News to essentially, you know, circle the wagons and run interference on this. But the actual right. story was not this pizza place. The story was what was in these emails, these code words that are clearly uh, code words for, you know, uh, pet pedophilia. Right. And so apparently it's Comet Ping Pong, Comet Pizza there in Washington, D.C., that they called and ordered the $65,000 in hot dogs to the White House. And then there's emails going back and forth. Um, and I can send you that link, and maybe we post that as part of the uh, commentary here. And people can look it up. You click click on the link that says Clinton emails. And I believe that those came from Anthony Weiner's web, uh, laptop. Um, referencing sacrificing a chicken to Moloch um, with Marina Abramovic uh, coffee den, known Satanist, right? Um, John Podesta, Hillary Clinton, uh, Barack Obama, all implicated in uh, and connected to this comet ping pong. Um, but it is a, lo a larger uh, trafficking ring. I mean, it, it's, it's, I would wager it's worldwide, but it's definitely nationwide. And they use these references such as chicken and pizza and so on and so forth. And even the FBI has that listed as pedophile words. Yes. So that when they're looking for active pedophiles, they look for these words. And they're referenced in these emails. Um, and so what is Keith, Keith Olbermann hiding? <laughs> my comment immediately to all of my friends was, you know, if you're not a pet or tell me you're a pedophile without telling me you're a pedophile. I mean, right. Yeah. I, immediately. I'm like, how do you get that triggered by a single meme? Yeah, you're exactly right. And somebody like Elon Musk, you know, who is pretty much at this point, totally unpredictable you know he can go on an israel <laughs> you know goes on an israel apology tour people on the right are like well okay that's the end of free speech on twitter but then <laughs> yesterday he comes out and he essentially tells the uh you know uh, advertisers uh, you know to go screw themselves and and so i mean you know you really don't know but a powerful guy like elon musk bringing attention to now he did delete it right so we don't want to leave that out of the story elon musk tweets about pizzagate then deletes it because he probably you know uh, you know, got a phone call or something. I, you know, I don't know, but for it to trigger Oberman the way it did, it does raise, you know, suspicions. So this is why I also want to talk to you about your, your congressional run, because you don't hear a lot of people who want to go to Washington, DC, talk about this line. This is stuff you're not supposed to talk about. And people who do, people who do like, let's say like, remember Madison, uh, Madison Cawthorn, you know, you know, he referenced the fact that, hey, in Washington, D.C., all these politicians are, you know, they're going to sex parties. They're, you know, they're doing illicit drugs. And then he was targeted for electoral elimination, and, and he lost his primary. Kevin McCarthy right. made sure of that when he brings these things to light. So I, I just want to highlight that you are an anomaly being willing to talk about stuff like this, being willing to admit that many of the people who are in our own government, I mean, there was a Pentagon official the other day that got busted uh, you know, in a human trafficking sting, scheme or sting. So there are, you know, it's the realization that, hey, a lot of the powerful people who are making the decisions that affect the lives of Americans are evil people. And they that's and right. they look at children as commodities. They are commodities. That's right. So even here at Texas A&M, uh, probably two weeks ago, one of the educators got arrested for pedophilia. And one of his words that he kept using was pizza, pizza, pizza. And that's really how they zeroed in on this guy and caught him. So, and, and this is someone who chooses to be around very young adults, right? I mean, they're 
17, 18, 19 years old getting into college. So I don't know what the trail is, what, what came from that, if he was actively um, pursuing children on the campus, um, but he was busted with a lot of child pornography, and, you know, using the same code words that are listed in Pizzagate. And so, you know, I encourage anyone to look at Liz Crokin's work. I mean, it can't be debunked. It just can't. And that's kind of where I was coming from. I always want to be the skeptic. Um, but that, that even ties into Seth Rich. And we're about to get the contents of his laptop. So apparently Seth Rich was feeding information into WikiLeaks. We saw what happened to Julian Assange. God bless you. We need Julian, Julian Assange freed. Um, and that's how we treat our political enemies that try and expose um, the pedophilia, right? We throw them in jail and let them rot. Hmm. So Seth Rich, Seth Rich's laptop contents, he's a Democrat, by the way, or he was, rest his soul. Um, the contents of his laptop have been ordered to be uh, turned over by the FBI. So we're awaiting that information to see what Seth knew, what he, what yeah. got him killed. Which, of course, if it's all what we we think it is or what we speculate it is, it would completely. Obviously, the Russia hoax has been totally debunked, but this would this would put an entirely new spin on it because the whole idea was that the DNC was hacked by Russia, not that a right. sta you know a staffer that saw the crimes going on, you know, would, would, would turn that evidence over to Julian Assange WikiLeaks, which is, that's the implication here. That's, you know, the speculation. Um, and so, yeah, this is a big deal. And I'm actually told, or at least from what I read, there's two laptops, a personal and a work. And the judge has ordered, uh, that both of those have to be turned over. So, I didn't know that. uh, you know, it, it, it really could be a lot. I mean, I'm not holding my breath because at this point I have lost, you know, confidence in every institution in American society to right. actually do the right thing. Yeah. But hey, you know what? There's still a God. He's in heaven right now. And, uh, you know, he's technically, you know, ultimately in charge of everything uh, that, that's going to go on. So, uh, Caroline Kane, thank you so much for coming on the program. Really appreciate it. It's always, uh, first of all, it's great to meet you, but I've, I've seen you on Stu's show before, and it's always great to have you on and uh, listen to your insight. Where can people go if they want to? You know, know what a uh, Caroline Kane um, Congress where, where they can go to contribute to you. Uh, so Caroline Kane for Congress dot com. It's uh, Kane with a K, so K A N E. It's either F O R or the number four. Either of them will get you to my website, and there's a big donate button right there. Um, follow me on Twitter, Caroline Kane TX. I'm you know I don't talk about this kind of thing. Um, readily, openly, I think that probably in the next 30 days or so, I think some some revelations are going to come across Americans as to you know what the truth is behind pedophilia at the highest levels of our government. I think it's probably what this country has run on for a very long time. Well, according to the president's own daughter, he took inappropriate showers with her when she was uh, very young. So I mean, that's right. <laughs> I, I'm not saying you can't get any higher than Joe Biden, but that's pretty much as high as it gets. Well, I have the laptop report from uh, it, it's it's more than that. You know, it is right. more than that with Hunter and his uh, his his stepdaughter. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Wow. I mean, there's some real degeneracy in Washington, D.C. Unbelievable. Caroline Kane, thank you so much uh, for coming on the program and we'll do it again soon. Thank you, Paul. All righty. Have Folks. a fantastic day. Yes. God bless you, everyone. Prayers up. This is the Stu Peter Show. Don't go Thank anywhere. You. Thank you. I really wish I didn't have to bring you this disgusting news. But you know that holster company that I've been working with as a sponsor for the past four months, Vanish Holsters, they've just been banned. 
Yeah, even though they're legally allowed to purchase it, Amazon, Google, and Facebook just banned it for sale to more than 7.7 million Americans who live in a certain state. Now, the good news is they can't stop me or us from getting it in their hands, or in your hands, for that matter. Now, crazy enough, the reason that it was banned is because that holster, Vanish holster, enhances the concealment of a weapon better than just about any other holster on the market. And even better, it works with 99% of all semi-auto handguns. It works without a tactical belt. It lets you carry in multiple positions. It carries two fully loaded magazines. Best of all, using my link, you get it for $40 off. So lock in your special pricing right now. Go to Vanish.com slash Stu. Again, that's VNSH.com slash Stu. Again, VNSH.com slash Stu. Filtersuck.com is the leading manufacturer in filterless air purification systems, whether you're dealing with pollen or mold or dust, shedding from your pet, or vaccinated neighbors' mRNA spike protein shedding. Filtersuck.com has solutions for every scenario, at home, at work, or on the go. Breathe with confidence. Don't let your air suck. Rest well knowing that your home is protected 24-7, so now you can get a unit for your home or a portable unit for on-the-go travel. That's filtersuck.com. Use promo code STU for 10% off when you go to filtersuck.com. Well, I don't know about you, but off and on, I've had trouble sleeping for years. Actually, the majority of Americans struggle to get the sleep that they need. A friend of mine told me that it might be a magnesium deficiency, so I tried a whole bunch of supplements, and none of it worked. Well, finally, thanks to this program, I was introduced to nutrition scientist and champion bodybuilder, Wade Lightheart, and he told me there's actually seven types of magnesium and your body needs all seven in order to get the proper sleep that some of these other companies advertise but just don't produce. Problem is because of industrial fertilizers, basically all the food that we eat is now deficient in magnesium. Magnesium Breakthrough is the only full spectrum supplement that includes all seven forms of magnesium that's on the market. And let me tell you, this stuff actually works. Not only did it finally fix my sleep, but the energy levels that I've experienced have gone through the roof as well. To learn more about Magnesium Breakthrough, go to magbreakthrough.com slash Peters. Use promo code StuPeters10 to get 10% off your first bottle. You'll be glad that you did. magbreakthrough.com slash Peters. And welcome to the Stu Peter Show. I'm Paul Harrell filling in for Stu. Eight months ago, Emily Donlin gave birth to her son, Paul, the younger brother of three-year-old Walter and the son of Michael Donlin. Paul was born happy and healthy, and the couple saw smooth sailing after his birth. That is, until the hospital decided to test her umbilical cord for drugs without her knowledge or consent. The test came back positive for cocaine, though none of the family members have ever done or come in contact with the drug. Immediately, the hospital was alarmed, but did not consider retesting her umbilical cord or the possibility that the test was a false positive. Emily, Paul, and Michael went home from the hospital that day, but little to their knowledge, the human traffickers at DHS had been activated. They followed them to their home and demanded to search the home for drugs or evidence of drug use. The Donlins consented to the search, and the DHS goons found nothing. No drugs at all. But the invasion of privacy didn't stop there. Throughout this entire process, DHS apparently was not willing to consider that the initial test was a false positive. After DHS searched the Donlin home and found nothing... They told them they would have to undergo a 20-day investigation, which they again consented to in order to prove they were fit parents so they could keep their sons, Paul and Walter. During the 20-day test, DHS barraged the family with meetings and phone calls. And get this, DHS conducted a test on Emily's hair. The hair test shows what kind of drugs, if any, have been in a person's system for the past three months. 
the test comes back negative. All right. That should be cause for rejoicing, right? Case closed. The Donlins have now proof that they're not abusive parents and they don't use drugs. Not so fast. Shortly after the 20-day investigation, Emily received a letter in the mail stating she was being added to the child abuse registry list even though there was no case, no charges, no conviction. She's literally been proven innocent by the test and the state is now pronouncing her guilty without any sort of due process. DHS and these kidnappers were making themselves clear that this unjust persecution was far from over. So after that, DHS demanded the family consent to their, quote, services, end quote. DHS wanted blind obedience without informing the Donlins what all of those services were. So what did they get for asking honest questions? More abuse and slander, that's what. DHS then labeled this case a China case, which is very serious. China stands for Children in Need of Assistance. Now, this could mean direct consequences for their children, Paul and Walter. So once a China case is brought to fruition, it would mean that custody of Walter Donlin and Paul Donlin be placed with the Department of Health and Human Services for the purposes of placement in a home of a relative next of kin or in foster care where pedophilia and child sexual abuse is rampant, quite frankly. It would also mean that Emily and Michael's visitation rights would be at the discretion of the tyrants at DHS. Emily would also have to submit to more substance abuse evaluations and follow any of the state's treatment recommendations, as well as participate in endless meetings and jump through as many hoops as the capricious DHS wants them to. Now, fortunately, Michael and Emily have secured legal counsel, and their children, Paul and Walter, are safe from the kidnappers for now. But you and I both know that could change. That could change because our justice system can be just as corrupt as the DHS. In fact, many times they work in tandem to reward evil and punish good, which is the exact opposite of what the Bible says a government is supposed to do. Also, don't forget the medical industrial complex and all of this. To this day, the umbilical cord has still not been retested. Even so, Emily has been through seven drug tests, from three-month hair tests to urine samples, all of them coming back negative. But these sick monsters at DHS still plan on pursuing the Donlins to steal their children from them. And that's why we wanted to have them on. So, so that they can share their story, so maybe this nightmare can finally come to an end. I know that's what they want. That's what I want. That's what this audience wants here at the Stu Peters Network. Michael and Emily Donlin join us now. Thank you guys so much for coming on the Stu Peters Show. Thanks, Paul. Hi, thank you. I just want to say, first of all, God bless you and your and, and you know your perseverance getting through all of this. I know as a parent myself, and I'm sure there are people out there, they this is their worst nightmare, you know? I mean, whether you take your 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 son or your daughter into the emergency room because they broke their arm and all of a sudden I mean, we've heard the horror stories, DHS thinks that, oh, that's that's not an accident, you're an abuser. In this case, you're umbilical cord is tested for drugs without your knowledge or consent is my understanding. And I don't think, I didn't even realize that's what the hospital did or had the right to do. I mean, did, did you guys know about this? Yeah. So we, we knew nothing about this. It was a total surprise to us. Uh, and they, they test because of supposed continuity of care and because of risk factors. And I think what's so discerning to us is that these risk factors 
they're not causational risk factors. They're not because of probable cause. They're because of some correlation to some study somewhere. And uh, I think it's just a, it's a sad, you know, st stripping away a mother's constitutional rights at her birth. It's just, I think, a sad, sad place to be, to be, to, a sad place to be in as a society. I mean, your reaction, what was your reaction when they came and they told you um, that it was cocaine? I mean, at first you had to think, well, that's just, you know, laughable. Uh, but yeah. then, I mean, did you realize how serious this was going to get? Did you realize that this DHS system that's supposed to, quote, you know, protect kids could easily be weaponized against uh, good and law-abiding citizens? No, absolutely not. We had no idea that it would get to this extent. We actually had nothing to hide. We, you know, I've never done cocaine in my life. So we were just completely blindsided and shocked. We were very scared that they were actually there that day to remove our children. We also didn't know how it was possible that we could prove my innocence. So we were just completely like blindsided and really fearful. Um, we, we trusted that they would do what was necessary to understand what happened here, but they did absolutely none of that. And I think when you're from like small town Iowa, I mean, some of the things that we see on the news, we're just never exposed to, right? I mean, we, we think that our sheriff is a good guy, like, you know, him down the street. And, and so to be in a situation where you've got this huge government organization, like attacking you or, or abusing you, I guess we should say, um, it's, it was just surprising. I mean, we, we just don't, you don't think that you would see this in a small town Iowa situation, but. Yeah. yeah, you're exactly right. I'm glad you brought that point up because this infrastructure, this, you know, it exists in all 50 states, whether you're in a state like Iowa, you know, which is a rural state uh, or other rural states that, you know, you might even think are traditionally red states like in the south. Uh, mm -hmm. You know, this this infrastructure, this tyrannical infrastructure exists and it happens all the time. I mean, I've I've heard about this, you know, happening in my own state of Arkansas for you know, 10, 15 years now, you hear these horror stories about what mm -hmm. I was mentioning. You know, people are scared to take their kids to the doctor sometimes because of this overactive push. And I mentioned earlier, you know, if your kids get taken from you and get put in foster care, you know, there there's rampant child abuse that goes on in these homes. It's, it's well documented, again, in all 50 states. And so it, it is just absolutely incredible that this is where we are. I, I would like, I'd like to know, do you guys feel, um, because I know this has happened in other cases, do you guys feel race is a factor here at all? Just honest question. I mean, do you feel like you're being targeted at all because uh, you're white? I, I don't know. Um, you know, it's, it's really difficult because they make you feel like you're cared for. Um, and I think it's, and I'm sure they do that in all situations just so that people will comply. So I, I think in some degree, we've just been so confused because we felt like we've been cared for and then their actions do not align at all with the words that they're telling us. So I'll be honest, I, I don't, you know, in some degree, we don't know what up and, and what down is right now because of, because of how just a manipulative and, and frankly kind of abusive the way that they, they try to spin this in a way that's, it's not a big deal. You can yeah. get, you can appeal this, you can get this off your record. I mean, just the, the it's just yeah. it's confusing our, our social worker said several times you know um just appeal it and it will be reduced once we received the report we were obviously upset and discussed this with her like how it's possible that this could happen and she said yeah you know just appeal it and it will be reduced and uh, i think to them you know it's not a big deal to them they do this all the time and you know it's 
it's fine. Like, I guess they have no understanding what this is doing to parents. And so um, from our perspective, we were just totally blindsided by the actions that they were taking because it did not align at all with what they were telling us. Yeah, I mean, it sounds like what both of you are describing is just gaslighting. They're, you know, doing things that are essentially, you know, trying to make you think that you're crazy. Uh, it, yeah. it also just kind of makes me think of like a, a one flew over the cuckoo's nest nurse ratchet, you know, situation where, you know, again, the words don't match the actions. Everything's carefully crafted. And yeah. it, it's it's all it's, essentially it is manipulation, but it's uh, it's just evil. You know, it's it's yeah. evil manipulation. Yeah. And, and, and you don't like until you like if you're on a call with them or you're or we, we recorded our calls and things and uh, until you're like reviewing the calls and like re-listening it to it to it for like the third time, you don't realize like all of the little things that they do and all the little words that they use to make you feel so comfortable and uh, and like they're going to do what's right, like they're going to do the right thing. Yeah, and like like anybody else in this situation, I mean, most people in this situation are not reviewing things and like trying to understand what's really going on. They're just thinking, I'll do anything to protect my kids. It doesn't matter what I need to do. I'll just I'll comply. Just I'll do whatever you want. And, you know, that's it's sad and, that they can walk over people like that. And there's no accountability at all. They're not required to give you any recommendation of their visits, what happens in their visits, what's said, you know, any of that. They don't have to give you anything. And so they essentially could just say and do whatever they want on these visits. And no one would know people. Yeah. I mean, the, their supervisor isn't going to believe us over them. Like there's no accountability whatsoever. Yeah. So our second caseworker walks into our home and, uh, and she just walks in with a three, a blank three ring binder, and she's like, "Okay, let's go." You know, what, you have an agenda, like what, what you're just gonna like. You know, we were told earlier by our first caseworker, "Oh, this the second caseworker is just gonna get to know you." What? This is a government organization, and they just want to get to know me. Like I'm. We're we're not interested in getting to know a social worker, especially after we've been put on a child. I've been put on a child abuse list for something that I didn't do, um, and. By the way, we should keep in mind the second social worker that comes comes in after this has happened. So she's viewing the report as legitimate. Unbelievable. Yeah, of course, of course she would. I, I, I guess I, you know, it's incredible to me and, and correct me if my series of events in the monologue were wrong. But you go through the 20 day evaluation, you do the three month drug test, the hair test shows you that you're clean. And then you get a letter saying, oh, you've done it. You're on the child abuse registry list. I mean, this yeah. this should be illegal, and you should be able to sue the government, you know, until you're filthy rich, quite frankly. But I'm sure they're going to claim some. Well, the government can't be sued; they have sovereign immunity over this. Um, tell me about the. Well, first of all, is that what happened? The 20 day you went through the 20 day evaluation, and then you get put on the list. Yeah, and yeah. and then and then we 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 specifically told the caseworkers. Well, she said you can either do volunteer services which is just a weird terminology to use in this case, but you can either do volunteer services or we'll take it to a China case and work with the, the, the judge to decide what, what they're gonna do from there. And so I said, I, we're willing to do volunteer services. We just wanna know what they are. Just tell us what they are and we can move forward. And she continued, we had hours of back and forth and she continued to say, you have to proceed with volunteer services and I won't tell you what they are because the next case worker is going to tell you what they are. And I said, no, as a family, we can't let you do this. And then it escalates to a China case, child in need of assistance. So one one crucial point, she decided that we were declining services. We told her several times we're not declining. 
We just need to know what they are. And she would not tell us. And then she decided that we were declining, at, whip, at which point she filed a petition for the China case. And, and, then, we get to the, and then we get to the China case. And we, we had, had conducted a 12-month hair test on our own because they did a three-month hair test. And so we thought, you know what, we need some way to prove that the zero to six months of the pregnancy, my wife didn't take cocaine. So we found a, a test online, a 12-month hair test done by the exact same lab that DHS uses or CPS uses. And so we did that test. We presented it to the court during our first hearing, and they still don't dismiss it. They, they continue to go down this path of asking for additional services, meeting with us additionally, extending it to another, I think, almost three or four months uh, worth of services after our 12-month hair test. Yeah, so you guys are, you know, the system is rigged to where you are presumed guilty until you can prove yourself innocent. And then you prove yourself innocent, and it still doesn't matter. I mean, so we're at a level of just a total loss of confidence. I've talked about this, and not just this issue, but like every aspect of American life now. There is a cascading failure of confidence that the American people across all walks of life have. And it, it, we're, we're just we're really at a point of no return. And this is why you hear Stu wonder, you know, is there a political solution to all of this? Uh, you know, and I, I, I will just say, you know, we do know that human trafficking is a, a billion dollar. I mean, it's, it's a giant business worldwide. It is modern day human slavery. We also know, I mean, there's a guy, there's a Pentagon official that got, you know, that got busted as part of a human trafficking operation a couple of weeks ago. We, we know that in order for these operations to exist, in order for these operations to thrive, you're going to have to have people sympathetic to this sickness in positions of power. And so, and it, it, I don't, I don't even want to hear like, well, you know, we can't really know their motives. I think at this point, because we're talking about our most precious resource, our children, you know, we we have to assume that this corruption is because there are people. I mean, there are people in these positions of power in government, DHS, Child Protective Services, maybe not all, but you know, in different states that are actually, you know, into you know human trafficking in getting people into foster care, getting people away from their biological parents. Because, you know, I mean, human depravity is a real thing. And so, you know, I, 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 you may not want to respond to that or get into that. Where is your, where, where's the legal case right now? So you guys have, thank goodness, you've secured counsel. You still have custody of your kids. What does your attorney say? Where do you go from here? And, and you know, is there a timeline on when this is going to be over? Yeah, so thankfully the judge dismissed our case uh, to three days ago, um, uh, HHS, DHS, CPS, whatever you want to call them, they go by all kinds of different acronyms, but they uh, wanted to take their kids and put them into foster care. Luckily, the judge had a brain and decided to dismiss the case. So our China case, our child in need of assistance, that case is now dismissed. Now we're in, yeah, yeah, yeah. Now we're somewhere in the appeal process. And so at least we're not having to deal directly with uh, CPS uh, we don't know where the appeal will go. We've talked to a couple of state reps uh, in our state, and so the appeal. Helping. So the the China case is dismissed. That was their escalation. That was their their bluff. They're trying to scare you. And now your appeal is about her being on the uh, abusive parent list. Is that what the appeal is concerning? Trying to get that either taken off or shortened or something right so unless this gets removed through the appeal process i will be on the child registry uh for five years yeah wow 
And what does that mean? I mean, other than just not, as if, uh, you know, your good name, I mean, that's all anybody really has is your good name. So your good name is being attacked. You are literally being slandered. You're being lied about by the government. But, I mean, what does that mean in terms of, I mean, if you wanted to get a job or you wanted to volunteer at a charity or something, or, I mean, I, I you know, even, even churches, uh, a lot of times now will run background checks on the members who serve in the nursery. I mean, <laughs> so could you even do that? It's really hard to understand the extent of the repercussions of this. Um, I mean, you know, you know, I cannot work in childcare. I won't be able to for the next five years. That's a for sure no. Um, it does come up on my background check, so um, I'm, I'm not sure what other jobs would would do that as well. But um, the the repercussions are, I think, much much more than people even can um, calculate. And and her, we got a we got a text message after her report came back. We got a text message from. Early access. It's a it's a part of the education system, stating that literally in the text, uh, we get an that our system is automatically notified when a, a child abuse report is concluded. And so now our education system knows that my wife's on the child abuse list, and we want to homeschool. So I'm thinking, you know, what's going to happen when our kid turns three, four, or five, and they want to check in. And we're not checking in with them because we want to homeschool. I mean, there's just this cascading effect. We asked our caseworker, where else does this go? Because you told us it didn't go to other places. And we get a text message from our, you know, AEA or Area Association of, or sorry, Area Education Association. Um, where else does it go? And she has no idea. Like, she she, she just is like, uh, uh. Yeah, she told us it wasn't public. It wouldn't be public. Hmm. Uh, we didn't even know anything about a registry. <laughs> and then here I am on it. Yeah, one lie after the next. It also affects, you know, I know a lot of homeschool, uh, uh, we homeschool. And, you know, there's also co-ops or things like classical yeah. conversations or, you know, different way. And that also can come into play here where, you know, you if you're going to uh, volunteer for one of those organizations to try to help teach. Um, unbelievable. I, I hope you guys are pursuing potential legal action once this is all done. I mean, I, I don't know what the statutes in Iowa are on this, but this kind, this is nonsense. And uh, you guys should, you know, if you wanted to pursue legal action, I would encourage you to start something like a Give, Send, Go, because I know the people in this audience would donate to that so that we could try to get some sort of precedent case, some sort of, you know, new jurisprudence <laughs> to 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 stop this nonsense and to stop these government agencies from harassing good parents like yourself. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, we, we would like to um, determining what resources we have and what the statutes are, I think is our next step. Um, we'd like to see the hospital, the lab, uh, you know, DHS. I mean, I think there's a whole host of things that answers that we just were not answered that need to be answered and held accountable. So, so the hospital or the lab, they still haven't retested the original yeah. umbilical cord. Oh, so here's another thing. We we actually <laughs> received a court order in the China case to retest the original sample and get a DNA test on it as well. And the hospital would not do it. The lab would not do it. And they gave us the cir circus, this runaround um, of excuses. And uh, we, we were never actually able to get that tested, even with a court order. Yeah, uh, that's unbelievable. But you know what? Yeah. It doesn't surprise me because you don't. The hospitals never want to do anything that makes these testing companies look bad. I mean, the CPR tests in COVID, right? Totally <laughs> worthless. Totally worthless. But you, you can't. You don't. You can't get them to admit it, right? Because it's all about money and it's all about protecting each other. Well, 
Go ahead. Why would anybody want to do a retest? Why would DHS want to? So, the DHS and the hospital are on the same team here. So get get this. Our caseworker, when she was founded, we said, "How are we going to get? How are we going to figure out the truth? And how are we going to get this retested?" And she goes, "Well, first of all, she says I can't change the test. The test is the test. I have to found you for child abuse." And it, it, it's just funny how she goes to that. You know, there's other things you can do besides changing the test, like a retest. And so what you said, what about a retest? What about a DNA test? What about figuring out what's actually going on? Because if the sample was switched, wouldn't you want to know what other kid had drugs in their system? You know, and first of all, it's unconsenting. So I don't think they should be allowed to do it. But, you know, you would just think that that would be what they would want is to understand who, who actually took the drugs. Mm-hmm. Well, they don't care about that. She tells us, you need to go to your doctor and ask them to retest it. Why would our doctor put more liability or why would the hospital allow our doctor to put more liability, to do this retest, to, to put cost into their pocket. No way. Like the hospital's going to deny, 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 and we're going to have to chase them down to try to get this to, to be held. So it's just interesting how a DHS worker just pushes this off to us. Like you said earlier, guilty till proven innocent, not the, not the other way around. That's right. right. It's a travesty of justice. But hey, I am, I'm thankful though that the China case has dis- been dismissed. There's at least some sanity in, in an Iowa courtroom somewhere. Uh, yes. and, and I, I hope you get the rest of it, um, you know, reversed. And then I hope you pursue legal action. Um, Michael and Emily Donlin, thank you so much for coming on the Stu Peter show, sharing your story. And, uh, I, I would, I would love, and I know Stu would love to talk to you at a later date, especially, uh, once you guys figure out what your options are moving forward legally. Yeah. Thanks Paul. We appreciate the time. Thank you, Paul. Thanks. Absolutely. Thank you guys. God bless you folks. This is the Stu Peter show. Here's a really surprising fact. Research shows that even healthy people have wild swings in their blood sugar after eating. Blood sugar is a topic everyone needs to understand because spikes in blood sugar force your pancreas to work harder and are associated with things like weight gain, even risk of heart attack and stroke. Well, the boys at Bioptimizers have a blood sugar optimization product called Blood Sugar Breakthrough. I don't think I'm overstating my case when I say it's revolutionary. Simply take two capsules 15 minutes before each meal and your body will push carbs and glucose into your muscles to be used as fuel instead of turning them into fat. As a result, you'll enjoy more stable energy without the post-meal crash, plus you'll have better workouts, faster gains in the gym, easier time leaning out. But perhaps the biggest benefit of all of it is that you'll improve your overall health. You have to try it. For an exclusive offer, go to bioptimizers.com SP. Again, that's bioptimizers.com SP. What does the federal government do with your tax dollars? They waste billions in Ukraine. They give over $2,000 a month to illegal aliens invading our country. They murder scores of Americans with the corona hoax bioweapon jabs. They cheat in the elections and take away your voice. And when you complain about it, like the peaceful protests on January 6th, they put you in prison, torture you, and make up phony indictments against you. The enemy wants you to be a powerless slave that shuts up and does as you are told. But there is a way out of this tyranny. Freedom Law School has been teaching Americans for over 27 years that no law requires 99% of Americans to file and pay income tax. None of their students who have stopped paying have gone to prison or had their bank account and property stolen by the IRS. Go to freedomlawschool.org today to take five steps to freedom from IRS deception, robbery, and slavery. Totally free to set you free. Go to freedomlawschool.org today. 
For the first time in a millennia, a famine of biblical proportion is hitting the earth, and it's by design. War has created scarcity. Fertilizer production has been wiped out. The price of fertilizer is up 128%. Food processing plants are exploding. Herds of cows are being massacred and buried. This is a very abnormal event. The Great Reset demons have created the crisis, but a generation of great resistors following King Jesus have the solution. Heavensharvest.com, get there right now. Prepare for the worst by trusting the best. Heavensharvest.com has a delicious plan to conquer starvation. It's real food, high quality, tastes great. Trust Heaven's Harvest today. Order food for the year and a bucket of heirloom seeds. Affordable, available, ready for the fight ahead. Heavensharvest.com What if I told you there was a hostile alien species that controls your appetite, sleep and focus, invaders that urinate and defecate throughout your body whenever they are hungry. They will give you headaches, make you depressed and even angry if they don't get what they want. We call them parasites, and they are the root cause of many health issues that result in pain, suffering, and death. It is time to purge suddenly. It's you or them. Make your move now. We are seeing unprecedented criminal tax hikes, hyperinflation, a full-blown recession, and it's all part of the grand plan. The billions of dollars that Biden keeps sending to that corrupt, fake Ukraine. The trillions in new taxes that he wants to shove down your throat. The electronic banking system crash, resetting everybody to zero. Checking accounts, savings accounts, 401ks, IRAs, all of it, zero. But you don't have to be a victim. Protect your money and get up to $10,000 in free silver to do it when you call my friends at GoldCo. GoldCo has helped to protect over $2 billion in gold and silver for people like you and me. And now they're offering you up to $10,000 in bonus silver when opening a qualified IRA account just for being a supporter of the Stu Peters Show. So whether you want to protect your 50 grand or a half a million or even more, this is your opportunity to protect yourself from our out-of-control, corrupt corporate crime syndicate. Don't be a victim. Call GoldCo, 855-706-GOLD. Again, 855-706-GOLD. Or go to goldco.com slash stew.